0: Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Give the Lord a shout of praise today. Hallelujah, It's the highest praise. Yes. So I want to welcome you to all who are online and all who are present to Grace Summit Church um, and invite you to ask God to open your spiritual eyes and your spiritual ears so that you can receive what He has for you today and then for us to take what he has for us today and so that we can take it out to the masses because that's the great commission. We don't preach to the choir, we come in the sanctuary, we learn more about who God is and then we take that love out and share it with others. So I'm inviting you today to put your spiritual eyes and ears on, asking God to soften your heart so that we can receive this wonderful word of encouragement and strength for his people today. So I'll open us with a word of prayer. Father God, thank you for today. Thank you for health and strength. Thank you for us being in our right minds, Lord, for us having movement in our limbs and in our bodies. Lord, I thank you for the mindsets of the people who are doing the work of you. And Father God, we just glorify you today We lift up Israel. We know it's a lot going on over there. And Father, we know there is nothing too hard for you. Where we see where things are impossible, your word has told us that you are possible. So Father God, we glorify you today. We thank you for the wonderful word that is gonna come forth today. We thank you for the hearts that are softened, for the minds that are open and renewed, Lord God. And we thank you for the hands that are doing your work in the field. And Lord, we just thank you for salvation. We thank you for sending Jesus to die for our sins, to give us the opportunity to be in eternity with you forever. And we glorify you, Lord. We praise you and we honor you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.
1: Say this with me. You're worthy. In Jesus' name i'm gonna sing till my heart starts changing oh i'm gonna worship till i mean every word cause the way i feel and the fear i'm facing doesn't change who you are or what you deserve let's sing that again i'm gonna sing till my heart starts changing oh i'm gonna worship till i mean every word cause the way i feel and the fear i'm facing doesn't change who you are or what you deserve you my worship, you still deserve it. You're worthy, you're worthy, you're worthy of my song. I'll pour out your praises in blessing and breaking. You're worthy, you're worthy, you're worthy of my song. Let's sing it out. I'm gonna live. And I'm gonna live. Like my king is risen. Gonna preach to my soul. That you've already won. And even though I can't see it. I'm gonna keep believing you've made it as good as done I give you my worship you still deserve it you're worthy you're worthy you're worthy of my song I'll pour out your praises in blessing and breaking God, you're worthy of my song, Lord, we praise you, God, I. when I, when I sat by that hospital bed, you were worthy. And when I barely lift my head, you were worthy. And after all those tears were shed, you were worthy. I'll never stop singing your praise. I'll never stop singing your praise. And in the blessing and the pain, you were worthy. They say yes or no or wait. You are worthy. And through it all, I used to say, You are worthy. I'll never stop singing Your praise. I'll never stop singing Your praise. When I find. above every other name you are worthy i'll never stop singing you praise no i'll never stop singing you listen that i'll never stop singing you praise no i'll never stop singing you praise i give you my worship cause you still deserve it You're worthy, you're worthy, you're worthy of my song. I'll pour out your praises in blessing and breaking. You're worthy, you're worthy, you're worthy of my song. I give you my worship, you still deserve it. Jesus, you're worthy of my song. I'll pour out your praises in blessing and breaking. You're worthy, you're worthy. You're worthy of my song. No! We thank you God I'm back with the head of my enemy. You come back and you call it my victory. Oh, Oh, we praise you, God. That you've even gone to win my war. Your love becomes my greatest defense. It leads me from the dry wilderness. And all I did was praise while you fought for me. And all I did was worship while you won it all. And all I did was bow down. All I did was stay still and sing that again. And all I did was praise while you fought my enemies was worship while you want it all and all I did was bow down all I did was stay still all I did hey, hey and hallelujah, you have saved me so much I do. Where my heart can seek to find your truth, your mercy is the shade I'm living in. You restore my faith and hope again, and all I did was pray. Whoa. All I did was worship. Yes, we will. All I did was bow down. All I did was stay still. all things we look dark, Someone... your love You picked up all my pieces put me back together You are the defender of my heart When I thought I lost me You knew where I left me You reintroduced me to your love Picked up all my pieces, put me back together. You are the defender of my heart. One more time, and when I thought I lost me, you knew where I left me. You reintroduced me to your. You are the defender of my heart. And hallelujah, you have saved me so much.
2: amen what a great song can't hide from God right when I growing up you know that was always God's watching you right God's looking. oh you can't hide in the closet and find you be sure your sins will find you out it was always the uh, the oppressive the the standing on the mountain with the lightning bolt right no 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 that's not what he was there for He was there so he could find you when he got lost, save you when you're lost, bring you back to the fold when you were lost. They said the shepherd will leave the flock and go after the stray. Who's been the stray sheep? Who's been the stray sheep more than once? All right. The shepherd will leave leave the flock and go after the stray. So the wolves can get that so you can't get lost. All right. So he came to save the lost. What's well, I got to do with the offering? I'm not sure I can connect that up. But let's remember what the offering is for. Let's remember where our source is. I got reminded recently. Uh, my company is not the source. All right. I love it. It's a great company. Been there almost 30 years. They've been great. Great company. All right? Not the source. Okay? It's not the source. The source is the Lord. He says, I'm the source of your strength. I promote. Now, amen to that. Got promoted to a job I didn't even qualify for. I'm no, nobody works watching that, I hope. Don't check my HR record. Right? All right. Too late now, it's been 20 years. But anyway, so why don't we give? We give to keep the doors open, the lights on, the streaming going. So the word of the Lord will go out and here we go, find the lost. So they will hear it. And they will be hearers of the word and doers of the word. So we have to support that effort. Okay, there's a war on. Our, our, our offering to Israel was not well-timed, was it? How about that? One week, our offering to Israel was extremely well timed. There's the Lord working. Lord sees all, knows all. So let's keep the good, the gospel of Jesus Christ going out. Come, bring your offering.
1: In Jesus' name. And we're gonna sing this and pray this over them. All I did was praise. Let's sing this this morning. And all I did was praise. And all I did was worship. All I did was bow down all i did was stay still and sing it again and all i did was praise that's enough for you and all i did was worship it's all you ask of me and all i did was bow down all I did was stay still, oh, and all I did was praise, and all I did was worship, all I did was bow down, oh. All I did was stay still And all I did was praise Yes, we praise your name And all I did was worship We give you all All I did was bow down All I did was stay still time. All I did was praise. In every season, all I did was worship. Cause you have my heart. All I did was bow down. All I did was stay still. stay still all i did was stay still and all i did was stay still all i did was stay still in your presence Presence so count in Your presence, Lord, Lord. all the time. Amen. 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 Amen.
3: Would you just pray with me this morning? Do you feel the weight of his glory this morning? Does anybody feel that? Do you feel the weight of his glory this morning? Does anybody feel that this morning? We just want to, uh, Pastor Chris, just by the way, is preaching at a men's camp today and having great success, I understand. So we thank God for that. He'll be back next Sunday. But I I want to start with uh, praying for Israel this morning um, because uh, most of you probably know they are under attack and we stand with them in Jesus' name. So let's just begin with a prayer for Israel and then we will get into the word this morning. Father, we just come before you this day and we lift up your name and we praise you for who you are, for you are the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. You are the God of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. And we pray this morning and this day, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem. You said to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And today we pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Lord, we pray that you will put up a mighty wall and turn back her enemies this day, Father. We ask you to move your mighty hand and that you will move it quickly. And we pray for Prime Minister Netanyahu, we pray for the leadership of Israel, and we pray that you will move in a mighty way quickly to deliver them and to deliver us all and we thank you for it right now. And it's in Christ's name we pray, amen, and amen. I want to start this morning in uh, the book of John, and at the very first of the book of John, uh, John John 1, starting with one through five, And then we will also read verse 14. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word—let me start that again. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. And all things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. And the darkness still comprehends it not. Verse 14. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So in the beginning was the word, Jesus, and the word jesus was with god and the word jesus was god and all things were made by him it has always been about jesus it has always been about his blood it has always been about his love It has always been about Jesus who came to die and shed his holy blood for us because he first loved us. If you look over now to John 1 and 29, and we will see what it says. The next day, John, talking about John the Baptist, seeth Jesus coming unto him and saith, Behold, the Lamb of God, who taketh away the sin of the world it has always been about jesus and it has always been about his blood and it has always been about his love and he is the only one that can take away the sin of the world he didn't have to die but he did so because of us and only because of us Now, I want to tell you just a little quick story about just something that happened here at the church not long ago, just so you kind of have an idea. It's just an example, okay? It's just one of those things that happens sometimes in life, and it's getting taken care of. It's not a problem. But the reason I want to tell you the story, just a little quick story, is just so you kind of understand and think about what we're talking about this morning, because it's the little things you still have to always remember. Um, there was apparently one of the other churches had a young person or something that was taking some of the candy in our guest packs that we give for our guests on Sunday mornings and so we would come back a few days after church or whatever and find the guest packs open and the candy all missing and so Pastor Chris wrote a little note and said you know don't be a thief this is being a thief you're taking something that doesn't belong to you well the next time we came back it was gone again but there was a note back so whoever it was was old enough to write and the note said God loves thieves that's what the note said as if that justified the thievery. God loves thieves God loves thieves God loves murderers God loves anybody who's a sinner. He came to die for the sinner. That's what Jesus said. You're right. He does love thieves. He does love thieves. But the question is not, does Jesus love me? We know that because he died for us and he shed his blood. The question is, do we love him? That's the other part of the whole thing, you see. The question is, do we love him? Do we love him enough to receive him into our heart because of his great love for us. Do we love him enough to repent and not sin anymore? Do we love him enough? Because Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments. If you love me, keep my commandments. And one of the commandments is, thou shalt not steal. So yes, Jesus loves thieves and everyone else. But the question is, do we love him? There is no other name in which man may be saved. There is no other way to be saved. There is only the blood of Jesus. It's the only way. There's never been another way. There'll never be another way. It's the only way. Jesus, uh, let me tell you a story of uh, uh, several years ago. This kind of happened in and I I, I just remember it and uh, there was um, some Jehovah Witness came to my door and I went to the door and opened the door and it was a lady and she had a 14 year old daughter a very beautiful daughter and she was teaching her the ways of Jehovah Witness and so they came to my door and she read me a scripture out of the Old Testament and I'm not sure what direction she was going with it still but she read me a, a scripture out of the Old Testament and so I listened to her for a minute and I said well let me tell you something. I need to tell you, you. You read me a scripture. Now I need to. I need to tell you a scripture, and it's in the New Testament. This one is, and I wanted the young girl to hear this because I just really felt bad for her. And I said, "This this scripture is in the New Testament, and it says Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father but by Him. No one." And uh, I had to tell her that. I just felt compelled to. I had. To, And it wasn't long before they were done and they left because that wasn't the direction her mother wanted to go in but it was the truth and you have to speak the truth and there's another verse besides the one that says jesus is the way the truth and the life and no one comes to the father but by him there's another verse that says if you try to climb up any other way you're the same as a thief and a robber there's that word thief again Thieves, robbers, adulterers, liars, they don't get to inherit the kingdom of heaven. It doesn't happen unless they repent. It's the only way. So yes, Jesus loves thieves, but the the question is, will the thief love Jesus and repent? You know, there was a thief on the cross by Jesus. There were two thieves on the cross by Jesus. One of them mocked Jesus, he didn't inherit the kingdom of heaven. The other one said, will you remember me when you come into your kingdom? And you know, what he, you know what Jesus said to him? He said, on this day, you will be with me in paradise. On this day, you will be with me in paradise. So thieves do get saved. Thieves can go to heaven. It is possible, but you have to repent. Repent. So does Jesus love thieves? Yes, he loves thieves. Jesus said, if you love me, though, keep my commandments. Now, the Bible tells us that the devil comes to steal, kill, and to destroy. That's what he comes for. So he is a thief because he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He is a thief, among other things. He's also the father of lies he is also the father of lies and he will attempt to deceive every person on the face of the earth in any way that he can. Let me say that again. In any way that he can. The devil, first of all, this is the first thing the devil would like everyone to do. And he has accomplished it to some extent, more than we realize. The devil would like everyone to first of all If he could get them all to do it, he would get them all to worship him. Remember, he even tried to get Jesus. He said, if you just bow down and worship me, the devil wants everyone to worship him. That's what his goal would be, is for everyone to worship him. And there are some that do. And we're going to find some um, stories about some things about many people that we didn't realize were actually worshiping him, including many leaders. Yes, including many leaders of the nation and and on the earth and of nations on the earth. We're going to find out that. We're going to find out some unbelievable things about people worshiping him with blood sacrifices. And we're going to find out some unbelievable things about what's happened to many of the missing children. Those aren't things we like to talk about, but we're going to find that out. That's going to be revealed. We're going to see that, and it's going to be very soon. So brace yourself for that. Let me just say brace yourself for that because we're going to see that. God is going to reveal that. But the devil would love for you to worship him. And many people are. Many more people than we realize. The depths of evil are, are, farther, are farther deeper than what we realize they are. But God is going to uproot it all. But if, but if the enemy can't get you to worship him, the second thing that he'll, that he'll deal with because the devil will give, give in. He, 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 will, he will give in as long as, you, as you're not going to Jesus. He will give in. He will have a way for you. Here's the second way he'll have for you. If you don't want to worship him, the next thing he'd like you to do is just not to believe that there is a God at all. Just not to believe that there is any God. And so that's where atheism comes from, right? You just don't believe there's a God at all. And if you don't believe there's a God at all, then surely you're not going to ever call on his name, right? Um, I remember an atheist, uh, I, uh, I worked for the Marriott many years ago, and they, someone had booked an atheist convention. So it was a very strange thing. And, uh, you know, I was just working there. And, uh, but I noticed something very strange about this convention. First, one thing I noticed, which was really sad, is that these people walked around almost, to me, they looked like zombies, most of them where they would walk in and out of the, the halls and when they would go where they were going they almost looked like zombies because they were just it's almost like they just had a lifeless blankless stare so it was very sad but the other thing that I realized is that when they were in their meetings and you could hear them through the doors um, almost like a church service but here's what they were doing now, now, now remember they're atheists right so they don't believe in God right they don't believe there's a God right But the whole time they were in their meetings, the only thing I ever really heard them do when we would walk by the doors is blaspheme God. It's the only thing I ever really heard them do. Well, if you don't believe in God, why do you waste your time blaspheming him, right? Does that make any sense to anybody? Does that really make any sense? The conclusion I came to was not really that they don't believe that there is a God. Most of them, at least, I don't think really don't believe i think most of them believe there is a god that's what i'm trying to say i think that they just don't want to submit to his authority they've just made up their mind they're going to do it their way and they're not going to submit to his authority and uh and so that's that's what i think has happened but the, but the enemy would love for you to think that you don't believe there's a god and never therefore call on his name that's what he would love for you to do and uh i know that uh the, the next thing the enemy would love for you to do, let's say, okay, so let's say you don't worship him, okay, he doesn't have you there, right? You're not an atheist though, so he, he could at least get you not believe there's a God, okay, but nah, you still have this inherent thing that most people on the earth do man that there's got to be something greater and bigger out there so we can't get everybody with that either right so what's the next thing that he tries to get you to do or get you to believe if he doesn't get can't get you to believe to worship him if he can't get you to believe there's no god then the next thing he would like to deceive you with because remember he is a liar and the father of lies the next thing he would like to deceive you with is to believe in a false god Okay, so you're going to believe in a God? Okay, just believe in a false God. Just believe in something that's not really the true God. Just believe in that. And what is a false God? Anything but Jesus. Anything but Jesus. Anything but the Trinity of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Anything but that is a false God, okay? So let's just get that straight. Anything but Jesus is a false God. But let's say you do believe in God, the true God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and even the God of Jesus. Let's say he can't get you to not believe that. Let's see, somehow you somehow you, he can't get you. He can't get you to worship him. Okay, he can't get you to believe there's no God. Okay, let's believe there's a false God. No, now you've even believed that there's a real God, the true God, the God of Jesus. Now, how is he going to get you? well he still has a way and this is it it's called, it's called having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof it's called a spirit of religion that's what it's called and it's a big spirit and it has been a big problem for a lot of people even people who go to churches throughout america and throughout the world the pharisees were part of this category if you remember the pharisees should have known more than anyone they were looking for the messiah to come they were looking and they they, they should have been able to recognize him when he came And they should have believed the prophet John the Baptist when he said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. They should have seen that. They should have seen that coming. They were supposed to be the religious people. They were supposed to know what we know of as the Old Testament. They were supposed to know all of those scriptures. They were supposed to be looking. But they were deceived. In fact, they were deceived that even when they saw him do miracles, They saw him do miracles, and they were still deceived. They still said, no, this can't be the Son of God. This isn't the way we thought it should look. This isn't the way we thought it would be. And not only that, it's going against some of the things we're doing and getting away with, so we can't have that. A religious spirit controlled them, okay? And it was a form of godliness, but it was certainly, certainly denying the power thereof was certainly denying the power even the power that was displayed right before their very eyes it was still denied by them so a spirit of religion is a big problem for many people and it's one of satan's devices that he uses in a very big way but the bible says that we are not ignorant of his devices so we have to make sure as the church we are not ignorant of his devices and we look and we remember what he's trying to do and we see what he's done in the past and we see what he's done over the years and we make sure that we stay on course because we know what jesus said and jesus said if you love me keep my commandments jesus still bids for everyone to come to him he's still bidding now he's still bidding every day for everyone to come to him. And he says, if you love me, keep my commandments. It's not a matter of he, if he loves you, we know that. He would have never died for us if he didn't love us. He would have never shed his blood if he didn't love us. Of course he loves us. The question is, do we love him? Do we keep his commandments? And he even has a way out of that. If you, if you, if you mess up, he says he's faithful and just to forgive you of your sins if you ask him and cleanse you from all unrighteousness so there's a way out but you have to be willing to do it and and uh, a social gospel has been taught in many places in america where you just don't have to worry about any of that anymore well if if you don't worry about that then what are you even going to church for if you're not going to do what he said to do he said if you love me keep my commandments so jesus is still receiving those who will repent and those who will come to him so that's where we are now and, and and because Jesus has great mercy because God has great mercy he's about to do something that will show his mercy it seems like irony in the way it will take place but it's how God chose his mercy to his remnant and to the people and to the children of God and because of his great mercy he's about to execute judgment on the truly wicked of this time and you say judgment how is that great mercy because it is mercy that is showing up to the remnant of God's people for God's sake there comes a time there comes a time when God pursues the heart of the wicked over and over and over and over again. But when they don't repent and they don't change, then for, then for the remnant's sake, then for the children's sake, he moves. There's a time when God says, enough is enough is enough. And we are at that time. We are at that time. Everything that's going on with Israel, the enemy is trying his best to, to do whatever he can to plunge this world quickly into a one world government. That's what the enemy is trying to do. But if God doesn't say it's time for it, it's not time for it. It's only time for it when God allows that to happen. It only, it's only time for it when, Je, when God sends Jesus back. That's the only time that's going to happen. And in the meantime, God will protect his people, not just Israel, but his remnant all over the world. And, and he is saying, enough is enough is enough. And God's people are crying out to him for mercy and have been, and more and more have begun to cry out as they see the world plunge deeper and deeper into the chaos that it's been plunging into. And he, God, is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And if he did it before, he will do it again now I want you to turn to 2nd Chronicles 7 and 14 with me 2nd Chronicles 7 and 14 and this is what it says if my people now whose people? his people wait wait I didn't hear you whose people are we talking about? God's people who, whose people are we? God's people. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin. And what does the last tenant say? I will heal their land. Now, do we believe that or do we not? Did he say it? Is it his word? Is he the same yesterday, today, and forever? then why in the world would we not believe that that's what he is going to do? Why in the world would we not believe that that's what is about to take place on this earth for the remnant of God, for the children of God, for America, for the Jewish people, and for every other nation that will believe on the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God? It is his word. He has to do it. It's according to his word. He said he would do it. It wasn't just written for Israel only. It wasn't just written in the Old Testament for Israel only it was written for all of us but as we believers will experience what we will experience during this time and what we're about to experience is great and what the whole world is about to experience is great change it's already begun there's already changes we already seen great changes but we're going to see more great changes than we've ever seen before and ultimately, God is going to restore. He's going to restore. Let me, let me go a little further here. So we're going to see great change, but in the midst of the change, we're going to be in the middle of it. Okay? We're going to be in the middle of it. We're not going anywhere yet until the rapture takes place. So until then, we're going to be in the middle of the great change. And we're going to be in the middle of what's going to take place including what the evil are going to try to do, but what God's going to do to stop it and then what he's going to do to restore. But we're going to be in the middle of that. If you remember Noah, Noah experienced the flood. He was just simply protected from it. He was there though. He was there. What about Daniel? Daniel was in the lion's den, but he was protected from it. What about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? They were in the fire, but they were protected from the fire. We're going to be in the middle of it, folks, but he is going to protect us because we are the body of Christ. Aren't you glad you're the body of Christ? Aren't you glad you're the remnant of God? Aren't you glad that Jesus' blood has washed your sins away and you belong to the kingdom of God and you belong as a child of God to him so that when everything that we begin to see takes place, all you got to do is hold on to him and trust him. And and, and what are some ways, how, how do we get ready for that? Okay, I'm going to show you how we get ready for it. It's probably things we really already knew, but we really need to really, Focus on them now, okay? These are some things we really need to focus on now. How do we get ready for that? This is the way you get ready. We get out of the distractions and into the word of God. we get out of the distractions and into the word of God. we get into prayer time. You say, well, we should have already been doing that, yes, we should, but we better really be doing it now. This is the time. if you've never done it, if you've never done it before do it now okay if you've never done it much before or if you've been slack on it let's do it now get out of the distractions what are the distractions we know what they are The television the news media the social media we know what they are and we have to live sure we have to go through things and we have to see what's going on but we got to get out of the distractions and into the word of god we've got to get into prayer time in our prayer closets or wherever you do it get into your prayer time if you've if you've never done it or if you slack on it now's the time to get to it this is it this is it this is what we what we need to brace for and be ready and not overlook it and not and not play games anymore this isn't the time to play games hold on tight now i'm going to read you a verse in proverbs and i want you to listen very closely to this verse because this is a verse for today this is a verse god has given us for today okay this is it it's from proverbs 3 and it's verse 25 and 26 so i would encourage you to write it down circle it um Do something with it, okay? Because this is the verse he's given us for today. Be not afraid of sudden fear. Be not afraid of sudden fear. Neither of the desolation of the wicked when it comes. For the Lord shall be thy confidence and shall keep thy foot from being taken so i just encourage you to hold on to that word i would read it this week i would pray i would trust god with that because we're going to see some big massive things coming really soon folks it's coming it's coming it's coming but it's okay jesus said if you love me keep my commandments if you love me keep my commandments there is restoration coming there is moves of god coming there is great miracles coming. There's great healings coming. There's great deliverances coming. Your God is going to do what he said he's going to do. He did it before, and he's going to do it again. We will go through some great change. We will, but we're going to be okay in the middle of it, the same way that his other children were kept in the middle of it. We're going to be all right, but we've got to hold on tight to who he is and what he said, and we've got to be willing to pray and seek him and get rid of the other distractions. The love train is coming. The, re- the restoration is coming. The healing and the miracles are coming. The glory of God is coming. The love train is coming. Get on board, get on board. Would you bow your heads with me this morning? Father, we just thank you this morning for what we know that you are about to do even in the midst of all the things that we see and all the things that we don't understand and all of the things that look bad and negative in the world we thank you for your goodness and your mercy we thank you for your blood we thank you for your sacrifice it's always been about your blood it's always been about your precious blood that saves us from the sin and lord we just uh call on your name this morning if anyone watching this morning anyone here is in the sanctuary this morning and they have never received you as lord and savior lord we just we just encourage them this morning to just say lord forgive me my sin come into my heart i call on your name lord i receive you in your blood sacrifice of what you did for me and i receive you as lord and savior this morning and i call on you right now father god to come into my life and to save my soul and he will and we thank you for that, Lord. Touch them now this morning. Touch them and strengthen them, encourage them, help them to trust you. Help us all to trust you in the days ahead. Help us all to hold on to you and not, be, and not be fearful when sudden fear tries to come, but to just trust you and know that your hand is moving and that you will protect us from it all because that's what you said you would do. And we saw that that's what you had done before. And you're the same yesterday, today, and forever. So we praise you for that now, Lord, and we call on your mighty name to touch your people this morning and bless your people and strengthen and encourage in every way. And we thank you for it. And we thank you for the opportunity that we can worship you and praise you and that we can be called the children of the Most High. And we bless your name and we bless your people. In Christ's name we pray. Amen and amen. Now in just a moment, i'm going to ask you if anyone needs prayer this morning i'm going to ask you in just a moment to come to stand right over here on this side on my right to your left right over here if you need prayer or if you need to pray for anyone that you know of that needs prayer or that you want to stand in the gap for someone or whoever it is whatever it might be i'm encouraging you to come for prayer and let's pray for you this morning and uh while we go that way I'm going to ask Karen to come on up. She's going to go ahead and and do the announcements for us, and she'll dismiss, but we'll pray as long as we need to. So you come on and and come over here as she does the announcements, if
0: you would. Amen, amen. Wasn't that an awesome word? Ain't God good? That he loves us the way that he does? All right, so I'm going to start off with the announcements. Announcements second Saturday prayer is this Saturday coming up that's what Pastor Hamid was just talking about having our sacred prayer time so if you need a good jump start for your prayer Saturday come on out uh, we'll be here from 5 p.m. until now I'm just playing <laughs> but we can take it home and continue praying So every Wednesday, we have our online exclusive with Pastor Chris, which is excellent word. We'll give him snaps for that because he's always bringing good words. He's on Facebook, and you can find it at Grace Summit Church online, and it starts at 7.30. So join in weekly. Yay! Everybody say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, we are having a harvest festival on October 28th. The rain date is the 29th. So it's from 7 to 9 p.m. And uh, Elder Greg will be over the fireworks. So come on out. We'll have good carnival foods, games, and fireworks. And also, you guys, next Saturday, next next Sunday um, on the 15th, we will be doing baptisms. So if anyone online or in the congregation today um, has the need or the urge or the want to be baptized, please send a message to Info at GraceSummitChurch.org and let the pastors know that you have a desire to be baptized. And also, we're doing a double uh, whammy next week. It's pastor's appreciation. So if you're online, if you've never been in person, we would love to invite you to come out and help us celebrate our pastor's on next week. And that's it. Goodbye. Thank you for coming. (laughs) May God bless you and keep you in perfect health and strength and in your right mind. May we walk in his strength and know that he is guiding our steps everywhere that we go. May we look for God working around us because he's always working around us and he's always extending invitations for us to join him. So if you feel like there's no purpose, you wake up in the morning and say, God, show me where you're working and I'll join you. And you can connect with him like that. So I'm going to close us out with prayer right now. Father God, thank you for this wonderful word today, Lord. I thank you for the minds and the hearts that are receiving your word. I thank you for the pastor that brought the word today. And Lord, I just pray that we are able to take this word, Lord, and that it multiplies within us, that we can go out and share it with the lost, with the wounded, with the hopeless, with the hurt, and let them know that there is a safe haven that leads to heaven, and his name is Jesus. And once we're connected with him, Lord, he is the only way and we know that that's eternity bound. So, Father God, we glorify you, we praise you, and we honor you for all things, in all things, and through all things. In Jesus' mighty and matchless name we pray. Amen. Have a blessed week.